There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Back everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Kids. This is your Saturday, August 19th edition. Hope everybody have a good Friday and is ready for some Saturday DFS action. You know, you got EPL action, you got NASCARs tonight, you got big preseason NFL slate. You got a three-game day slate I will not be talking about, but we got an 11-game main slate to break down. Um Yesterday was interesting. That Max Scherzer scratch screwed a lot of us. Um, I was busy doing something, so I saw it late, and all I had the option was was Marquez and Moore. And as you guys know, that's who I was matching them up with. So I had a lot of Marquez and Moore lineups. It was awesome. I had one that scored 180-something points, finished 50-something in the $4. And I'm just thinking to myself, if Max pitches instead of Marquez, what could have been? So it was a good night. It was a fun night. It was just not the night we had envisioned as just, yeah, that part was very frustrating. But the punts were great. Dickey, Marquez, and more the top three on the punt list pitched really, really well. So let's hope we can find some more magic tonight. Let's uh, take a look at your weather. Looks like we're going to be clear of the rain, maybe slight chances in Pittsburgh. But um, you got like Cleveland, Kansas City, Chicago, Texas, Cincinnati, Atlanta, and, of course, Coors are going to be some phenomenal hitting environments. The first three are going to be really, really warm. Texas hot as heck like normal. And then Coors is Coors, so you got that to look forward to. But it looks like for now we are going to avoid the rain, which is always great to hear. Let's take a look at the totals when we get to the evening slate. Angels, Orioles, 9. D-backs, Twins, 9. Reds, Braves, 9.5. Marlins, Mets, 9.5. Yankees, Red Sox, 8. A's, Astros, 9.5. Indians, Royals, 9. Then we got White Sox, Texas. I told you it's a good hitting environment. Two dog, dog, dog S pitchers. Total is 12. Brewers, Rockies, and Coors total is 12. Nationals, Padres, 7.5. Phillies, Gigantes, 8. So, yeah, some very good hitting environments, as you can tell. Let's get into these pitchers. Kick it off with the high priced arm of the night $14,100 for Chris Sale of the Boston Red Sox. Sale is like Scherzer. He's worth the cost, but do you really want to pay that much tonight? I I can. I get it. 
You're facing a Yankees team with some decent power from the right side, especially against lefties. You know Chris Sale's not your average lefty. He just faced them last week and in the Bronx. Seven innings, four hits, one earned. 12 strikeouts, 34.2 pitches. That's the part about Sale we talk about all the time. He is a K machine. He has faced the Yankees three times this year, 22 and two-thirds innings, three earned runs allowed, 35 strikeouts and 22 and two-thirds. He's averaging 34 Point three points against the New York Yankees. If you're going to pay fourteen thousand one hundred for a guy, Scherzer was one last night. Sale is very, very deserving of this. He's number one in barrel FIP the last thirty days, um, getting barrel point seven eight percent of the time, striking out almost thirty nine percent of the batters he's facing in the last thirty days. Uh, hard contact, slow swinging strikes, great. He's a minus two forty favorite against the Yankees. Um, they have a team total of 3.19, lowest on the slate. Lefties 241, righties 266. If you want to use Chris Sale, I have no problem with it. I will make at least one or two Chris Sale lineups. There's no doubt about it. It's just a steep price tag, and he's going to have to put up another 30-point performance, and you're going to have to get it from him. It's not like Scherzer. Scherzer against the Potters is like a match made in heaven. The Yankees, you wouldn't be surprised if Sanchez or Judge or Hicks or somebody – even Todd Frazier ran into one and just put it over the monster. That happens. Uh, the hitting environment's not going to be as, as hot and humid as it was yesterday, so that'll help a little bit. And Chris Sale's great. I'm not trying to say he's just your average lefty by any means. So at 14100 if you want to use him, I have zero problem with it. Just remember, he's going to have to perform the way he does, and he's done that most of the year. The guy I'm liking in this range is Zach Granke, $11,700. On the road against the Minnesota Twins, coming off a 32.8-point performance against the Houston Astros at home. He has been better at home than on the road this year, 25.2 compared to 17.8 DraftKings points. Still getting about a strikeout and inning on the road, which is pretty darn solid facing a Twins team. That does not strike out a ton. We're talking, well, 22% K rate's not bad at all versus right-handed pitching. You got Granke, 28% K rate, 13% swinging strike, 46.5% ground ball rate. Lots to like there. Does give up some loud contact, surprisingly. Almost a 36% hard contact rate. But uh, good ballpark to pitch in. Not the scariest of teams. They have a 4-3-3 total, which is like 8th or ninth on the day, which is pretty impressive. Lefty's 293, righty's 305 versus Granky. I will definitely be having me some Granky tonight at $11,700. You're getting a, a $2,400 discount on Chris Sale. Just my thoughts on Strasburg real quick. I would have loved him in this matchup. He's $11,000. He might go out and deal. He might pitch a gym. But his last rehab start where he threw five shutout innings, he only threw 66 pitches. I don't know how long they're going to leave him out there for. And at $11,000, I want to know that he's going to be out there for at least 100 pitches, hopefully seven innings, to get the strikeouts. In five innings, he still could get you 10 strikeouts because it is the San Diego Padres. But at the same time, you're asking a lot in that time frame. So I have to wait and see. For GPPs, if you want to gamble, go for it. I will not be using them. So up top, I got Granky 1, Sale 2. But Sale is really the one. I'm just thinking Granky for the price savings and the similar upside. But I have no problem with Sale. I want to say it over and over again. I have zero problem with Chris Sale. I'm just more weighted towards Granky, but I'm using both. Let's go to the middle of the pack and our boy, Kevin Gossman, 8500 bucks at home against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Gossman coming off a 23.6-point performance at the Seattle Mariners. His last start against the Angels, two starts back, five and a thirds, eight hits, four earned, six Ks for 10 points. 
was his worst start in quite some time. And then he had another 27-4, 33-5, he Mentioned it a few times. The switch to Caleb Joseph at the catcher's position has done wonders for Gossman. Looking for him to bounce back at home to against the um, Angels team that strikes out around 20% of the time. Yeah, Gossman, he is 18th best on the barrel, fifth the last 30 days, getting barrel 3.2% of the time in that time frame. Striking out 28% of the batters he's facing. Uh, he's got a swinging strike rate approaching 11%. Much, much better of late from Gossman. Angels have a 4.21 total. That's sixth lowest on the slate. Um, lefties 323, righties 349. A lot of that was early in the season. Now, if you want to put a little like Calhoun in your life, who, by the way, went ding-dong again yesterday. Um, trout, stuff like that. I have no problem with that. Uh, it's Gossman. You know he can get beat up from time to time. But I will take my chances with him in this matchup at home. I like what we've seen from him, the improvement from him. He's definitely in my lineups tonight. After Gossman, one that I like a lot. He's been came back from the DL in July. Uh, Colin McHugh of the Houston Astros, eighty-three hundred bucks. We saw Keiko pitched extremely well yesterday. Now you're facing an Oakland A's team who strikes out all the time. Uh, McHugh's coming off a sixteen-point performance at Arizona. His last time out, his last home start is Tampa Bay, nineteen point three, at twenty-two point five at Detroit. Uh, he's only made five starts since returning from the DL. The A's, as I was saying. They strike out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. And most of their young players, they've been calling them up like crazy, are all 20-plus percent strikeout guys versus righties. It's almost all of them are just massive strikeout guys. They have some tremendous power. There's no sugarcoat in that. But you got McHugh as a minus 180 favorite. Big strikeout rate. He strikes out 23.4%. Swinging strike rate of over 14%. He's a fly ball pitcher, which is not good in that ballpark. But he's also developed a slider that's going to help him out. So McHugh at... 8,300, I like a lot, for, especially for the K upside. He's got a 4.29 total. So right there, Gossman and McHugh are facing teams with team totals lower than Zach Granke. Something to maybe think about. I don't know if you want to mix and match. I'm going to have some Gossman and McHugh lineups together for sure. And I'll also mix them with this third guy, Jared Eikhoff, 7,900 bucks at home, or on the road against the San Francisco Giants. Eikhoff has three straight double-digit performances of 14 or more points. All on the road his last three starts. He had a hiccup at home against Atlanta. And then one, two, three, four, five, six straight double-digit point performances uh, after that. So nine of his last ten are in double digits. 13.7 points averaged on the road. He did face the Giants once this year. Two and two-thirds, six hits, four earned, five walks, two Ks for minus 4.6 points. Not ideal. The Giants are just being sneaky right now. They hit the ball well again last night. They hit Nola two nights ago. So if you don't want to use Eikhoff, I get it. The Giants, you know, their season strikeout, I say this every night. Now, you guys will, if you listen enough, you'll know. Their season strikeouts rates 19.4%. They do strike out a lot more than that. That's with this new roster. It's just the way it goes. Eikhoff's about a 20.5% strikeout guy. Uh, he's just pretty average around everything else. Giants team totals 4.18, fourth lowest on the slate. Lefties 350, righties 281. The Giants have a decent slew of lefties to put in their lineup. And then you got your righties like Pence, who hit Homer yesterday. He's heated up. You got Posey, who's not your average right handed bat. Um, so it's something to look at. Definitely something to look at when you're building your lineups. Eikhoff is intriguing at 79, but he's also my lowest in this range. So I got Gossman 1, uh, McHugh 2, Eikhoff 3.
Now let's get down to our punts. I got two of them for you. And we're going back to Coors, folks. We are going back, back to Coors. Chad Bennett, 6900 bucks. Phenomenal story. Great first start back from testicular cancer. Seven innings, six hits, no earned, two Ks. 16.2 points. Didn't get a ton of Ks. Um, he, he had a, a good, good, uh, where is it? In his 52 career starts in Coors, a 4.52 ERS in 2015-2016. Like, for Coors, that's good. I was looking at his splits in his career. Um, if this pit fangrass wants, there we go. In his career, he has a 5.36 ERA at home, 4.48 on the road. Um, so a little better there. But last year, if I can get the right page to load here on fangrass, it's taking forever. Um, there we go. Uh, last year, 2016, 506 ERA on the road, 4.44 at home. A 4.4 ERA in Coors is actually very respectable. Um, Bet- Bettis has really never been that big time strikeout guy. Uh, if we want to go at that angle, but in Coors at 6900, it's something to look at. You got uh, a Milwaukee team that strikes out almost 26 percent of the time. That is tremendous. Uh, they have a high team total, of course, five six three. But that's third on the slate. Texas has number one, then Colorado, then Milwaukee. Uh, in his career, lefties three hundred two, righties three sixty two. It's a reverse splits thing. Lots of lefties in this Brew Crew lineup. You're expecting the Brewers to score. Like Marquez last night was pitching great. Gave up four runs in his last inning. Still got you double digit fifteen around fifteen points, I think something around there. Which at sixteen hundred for Bettis, I will take because no one's going to own him. In Coors Field, no one is going to own him. Now, could he get shelled? Sure. There's so much power in that lineup. Could he throw two or three runs up in six innings with like eight Ks because of that lineup? Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities with Bettis. And that's what I like about him in GPPs, especially as a punt at 6900 bucks. Quite, quite intriguing. The other guy I'm looking at is Jose Barrios, 6600 6, at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Arizona's bats uh, didn't do much last night. Did not do much at all. And it just brings me back to the Arizona Diamondbacks on the road are not the same as they are at home. Um, Now, Barrios has struggled. His stuff has looked good. He just hasn't got the results. Like against Detroit last night, three and a third, six hits, six earned, no Ks, minus 9.9. But then against Texas, he goes five and he gives up five, still strikes out six, 12.5 points. At San Diego, almost 20 points. Struggled at the Dodgers. Pitched phenomenal against the Yankees for 21 points. Struggled at Houston. Pitched great against Baltimore. Those were home starts to the Yankees and Baltimore, by the way. At home, he's averaging 21.9 points per game on the road, 11.4. There's your home road splits. He's 6,600 bucks. We know Arizona's got some good stuff. They have a lot of righties in the lineup, and he's been phenomenal against right-handed pitching or right-handed hitting this season um, to a tune of... He has struck out only 17% roughly of left-handed batters at home this season. But right-handed batters, he's striking out 29.4%. That is ridiculous. So it's just a matter, is he not walking guys? Is he not giving up the heavy contact? That's a lot to ask. Um, The the D-backs have a righty-heavy lineup outside of, they might put Descalso or Blanco in there, but you got Peralta. And you got Lamb, and then after that, it gets real dicey. Maybe they throw a Herman out there. Not a lot to really scare you. Um, we just hope Barrios has his control because he could be in for a very big day. 
The D-back strikeout over 23% versus righties. Barrios has really good numbers. It's just the walks and the, the big game from time to time that just kill him. Arizona's team total is 467. Lefties 342. Righties 344. We're looking for that K upside at our punts with Barrios. So our punts is Bettis and Barrios. Recap the pitching. Granky Sale, 1A, 1B. Uh, in the middle, Gossman, McHugh, Eikhoff. And then you got Bettis and Barrios down below. There you go with the pitching. Let's get into the bats where we should have tons to choose from today. At the catcher's position, Gary Sanchez is down to $3,900 versus Chris Sale. So if you want to get ballsy and contrarian, Sanchez is not bad tonight. Uh, you like Pena and Lucroy for the Brewers and the Rockies in, are in Coors at 3800 Robinson Chirinos is right-handed bat versus the lefty Derek Holland at 3700 bucks. That's probably the high-priced catcher I'd be looking at today. Great hitting environment, horrible pitcher. We know the Rangers have the highest total of 6.58. Lefties 2.65, righties 3.77 versus Derek Holland. As we go down, you got like uh, uh, where do you go? Where do you go? Uh, there, Jan Gomes 3.200 versus Jason Vargas. We know Vargas has actually pitched okay versus righties this year. Uh, Indians have a 4.62 total. Lefties 3.49, righties 2.99. That righties number has actually climbed up a bit. Gomes swinging a good stick at the moment. Let's keep him in mind at 32. But if we want to do what we really like to do, like Tucker Barnhart, he's closer to the 3K we like. He's 3,100. His left-handed bat versus Teheron in Atlanta. The Reds have a total of 4.54. Righties 2.78. Lefties 3.35 off Julio Teheron. So Tucker Barnard at $3,100 is a very good, low-priced catching option. Uh, Kevin Smith of the Chicago White Sox. We always talk about our White Sox catchers. <clears throat> Kevin Smith at $2,900 against Martin Perez, the lefty out of Texas. White Sox 5-4-2 total. Lefties 274. Righties 353. Kevin Smith usually hits around the middle of that order when he's in the lineup, like fifth or sixth usually. It'll be 2900 bucks. somebody to definitely keep an eye on tonight. Um, I like a Rene Rivera or a Travis D'Arno, but firm versus lefties and righties, but they're 2800 bucks for fans Worley. Worley's very, very bad at baseball. Lefties 343, righties 331 off Worley, so those guys aren't bad punt options. They got Cameron Rupp, 2700 versus Ty Block. I can't believe Ty Block was 7100 bucks tonight. That is insane. Uh, the Phillies have a low team total, third on the slate at 382. Lefties 258, righties 323 off block. So Rupp or Alfaro, Rupp's 2700. Um, as you scroll down, like Alfaro's 2600 versus block, I can get behind that. Um, but Jeff Mathis, 2100. Bruce Maxwell, 2100 if you're punting. And those ranges, we'll have to see some more lineups to get a better punt option. Because there's not a lot down here in the catcher spot today. Head over to first base where we are always loaded. And one I love a ton. He's priced through the gills, though. 5500 bucks for Zimmerman versus Travis Wood. Zimmerman destroys left-handed pitching. I know it's Petco Park, but I have that price tag I don't like at all. It's super high. But he's a great play. And with that tag, it should be low-owned. So keep Zimmerman in mind. Gallo and it is always in play, but Joey Votto at 5,400 versus Tehran. Votto hits everybody. Uh, lefties have destroyed Tehran, especially in that ballpark. Votto makes for a really, really good play at 5,400. Uh, you scroll down the guy like Edwin Encarnacion at 49. He's in play versus Vargas. 
Uh, Yuli Gurriel, I always talk about how he gets righties better than lefties. Kendall Graveman's been getting hit pretty well this year. Gurriel's up to 4800 bucks, which is steep because he, he doesn't produce double digits consistently enough. But he's in a good spot tonight if you want to go that way. The, overall, though, the Astros' offense has been cooled down. Maybe they'll wake up. Maybe it's that time to get things popping. But uh, just keep that in mind. He's in play. just hasn't been productive. You got... Um, Freddie Freeman, another great spot. He hasn't been the con- consistent, just dominator we've been used to. He's still averaging 10 points his last 10. But it's a lot of fives and stuff in there for his price tag at 4,700, first base, third base. And he's facing Robert Stevenson, who's got lefties hitting 401, righties 369. So, so Freeman at 47, he's like six, seven, eight guys down the list. Very, very much a solid play today. Hopefully that bat really wakes up as uh, they have a good hitting environment in Hotlanta. You can put Votto at first and Freeman at third. I mean, two really nice lefties in a good ballpark. Uh, Eric Thames at 46 versus Bettis. Uh, if you're fading Bettis, that's, it's steep, but it's Coors. That's what you're going to get. Another one I love here is uh, Jose Abreu. He keeps raking eight more points last night, averaging 10.3 his last 10. 4,500 against uh, Martin Perez. like that quite a bit. Eric Hosmer, his price is up. It's up to 4400 He's facing Trevor Bauer, who's been good, but he has had a blow-up start here and there. Lefty's 320, righty's 317 off the Bauer outage. That's a steeper tag than normal for Hosmer, but be a good GPP play. Uh, the hand the hand ram. I like this one a lot. Hanley Ramirez, forty three hundred bucks. He's having such a bipolar season. Like he goes off, then he goes cold, he goes off, then he goes cold. There's really no consistency to Hanley this year. But 4,300 against the lefty CC Sabathia. He loves his left-handed pitching. Very good play there. Um, Chris Davis, he's day-to-day. If he makes the lineup, he's got a good spot against uh, J.C. Ramirez. If not, Trey Mancini is intriguing at 3,900. You got Jesus Aguilar and Coors at 39. Can't completely sleep on that. Um, Mike Napoli. He went ding-dong last night. I told you it was a sneaky spot. People just don't like to play him. He's averaging 7.6 his last 10 games. 20 points last. I has three homers his last 10 games. He's $3,800. I know he just hasn't had a great year, but he's 3800 bucks in a phenomenal hitting environment against Derek frickin' Holland uh, with a, a Texas team with a 6.58 total. Lefty's 265, like I mentioned. Righty's 377. Mike Napoli at 3800 bucks. He might strike out four times, but man, if anyone can run into one at value like that, Gallo is like 5400 you're saving $1,600 for a Texas bat, a right-handed Texas bat against Derek Holland at 3800 bucks. I love me some nap tonight. He should be chalky if people are paying attention. Uh, Louis Valbuena is up to 37 but he's actually hitting a little more consistently. He's not the complete deep sleeper we loved. Still on the average of 5.1. He had two points yesterday with a 19 and 16 prior to that. And then a lot of zeros. So that's Louis Valbuena in a heartbeat. But he's an interesting GPP play. I'm not running to use him at all, but... If you want to get weird, he's there. Uh, Matt Adams, if you want to get contrarian, he, had, he went yard yesterday. Uh, first homer in the last 10 days. He's really kind of quieted down, one would say, but he's 3600 bucks. Left-handed bat against Stevenson. We mentioned how lefties have hit him hard, and that ballpark is built for that left-handed power. So Matt Adams at 3600 is a very good lower-owned GPP play, lower-priced GPP play that I will probably sneak some into in my lineup where I need to save some money. It's definitely worth a look. Guy like Matt Olson, first base outfield eligible for the A's at 3,400 versus McHugh. If you're fading McHugh, you got some power there with Olson. 
Uh, Reese Hoskins, 3,400 versus Block. I like that a lot. Power there. Now we're just getting into, can we find some guys with power that's going to help us out when we're saving our money? Um, Dominic Smith's 3K versus Worley. That's not a horrible play at all. He's not really on fire yet, but it's a good-looking play. We know what he can do, and Worley's just not good. Tommy Joseph at 2800 bucks with some power. And then, once again, you got the man, Ryder Jones. He's 2K. Not going to light the world on fire every night, but when he does at 2K, you're going to be a happy man. First base, third base, punt at $2,000. Going over second base, you got your usual suspects of Jose Altuve is in play. Uh, Howie Kendrick went yard again yesterday. Now he's facing a lefty. 5200 bucks is steep as heck, but he crushes lefties. He double-donged off lefties the other day. Uh, when you're looking at the Nats, where'd you go? 418 total, lefties 248, righties 366 off Travis Wood. So Kendrick at 52 is... Very much in play, actually, which is crazy at that price tag. Like, it's insane. You're going to hear a lot of touts go, I can't pay 5200 for Howie Kendrick. You can against the lefty like Travis Wood. Yeah, you really can. Uh, Neil Walker at 45 in Coors is very solid there. Uh, Johnny VR at 44. Jonathan Scope has been struggling, man. Machado went bonkers for us yesterday. Joseph goes deep. Uh, Jones double digits. Uh, Beckham had a double digit game. Scope throws up a dud. That If he even does anything, man, that lineup I was talking about earlier goes even crazier. Uh, but Scope at 43, I'm going to keep going to him. It's not as heavy right now. I was heavy Scope for a while. There. I was running that hot streak. I'm going to temper it back again. He is facing a J.C. Ramirez that is uh, 16th worst on the barrel fifth the last 30 days. Getting barreled 4.3% of the time. He's walking over 12%, striking out 13.7%. So he's not doing much, giving up a lot of contact. Uh, we're looking at Baltimore. 479 total lefties 344 righties 297 so if you want to take a night off from scope not a problem just keep him in mind rubio door 43 versus holland holland's done better versus lefties but let's be honest it is holland it is odor odor is going to strike out or go deep against the lefty or a righty so gpp wise he's still definitely in play yohan mancata at 4k uh, only two points last night was disappointing but he's back at it again facing martin perez uh, he's gonna that that team that whole White Sox and Texas in play yet again. Another great spot there. Scooter Jeanette may get overlooked today. Another nice left-handed bet. Second base outfield eligible for the Reds. He's 4K versus Tehran. So Scooter she gets a little more attention today. Definitely have him sprinkle around if you can. Like a D Gordon leading off for 3900 versus Montero. I can understand. Miami's team total is 468. Lefties 381, righties 383 versus Montero this season. So uh, they let they didn't go crazy last night, which was quite surprising to me. So look at them. They're in another good spot today against Montero. Uh, Brian Phillips or Brandon Phillips at 3700 versus Stevenson is a GPP play. Jed Lowry at 35 is not bad at all. Yomer Sanchez at 34 is okay. As Drew Cabrera at 34, I do like that quite a bit. Um, Ozzy Albies, I wish he was higher up in the order, but he's 3,400 bucks. Left-handed bat versus Stevenson. Young Harris Solarte at 32 versus Strasburg is kind of sneaky, especially if Strasburg doesn't go deep. It really, you're going to get value for guys to face a bullpen for four innings or something. Something to think about there. And then it gets pretty weak. It was like yesterday or the day before. I can't remember where punts are bad. You got Coward at 24 for Anaheim. 
and then we'll just look at the lineups. I'll try to get tweets. Why I just got super swamped this week with a lot of different things, so I haven't been able to do it every day. Apologies. Third base, you got Arenado at 55. Beltre at 54 is great against Holland. You got Gallo at 54. Shaw at 52, and Coors is solid as well. Our man Manny Machado triple donged last night. 50 DraftKings points. God, remember when people thought he wasn't going to get it going? He's having a great year. He's 51. Dimension Ramirez is better against righties than lefties, so beware, but he's still good. Anthony Rendon hits lefties with a ton of power. He's 5K. Now he's 5. Hendricks fit, or Kendrick is 52. And Zimmerman is 55. My God. Freeman, 47. Yes. Rafael Devers at 45. Or CeCe Sabathia. Devers on home run last night. Kid just keeps crushing it. You had Eduardo Nunez, third base outfield at 44. Get behind both of those guys. Bregman at 42. He went deep yesterday. Uh, averaging 7.1. His last 10. Good little ball player he's turning into this season. You got uh, Eugenio Suarez at 42, but Spangenberg at 42 against Strasburg. It's a sneaky power move. Moustakas at 4K I like a lot versus Bauer for GPPs. Uh, we like Derek Dietrich at 38. Reggio Valbuena. As we scroll down some more, Ryan McCann got sent back to the minors. That sucks. That pissed me off yesterday. Uh, the Todd Father at 27, if you want to get ballsy. But Matt Chapman at 27 versus McHugh. We mentioned Chapman's power versus right-handed pitching, so there's a good punt there if you're not using McHugh. you got Mikel Franco at 25 versus Block. That's not a bad punt play either. And then again, Ryder Jones, $2,000. Head to the shortstop position. Elvis Anders at 52 versus Holland. There's a lot of pricey bats here today, folks. You got Chicago, Texas is priced up. You got Coors priced up, and you got the White Sox priced up for starters. The Reds are pricey as well. Atlanta's a little pricier than normal, but not horrible. So you're at the Baltimore steep. You're going to have to either take some hefty punts, or you might not pay for pitching tonight. We're going to see how this goes. It's going to be fun. It's a good-looking slate so far. So back to shortstops. You got Elvis Anders at 5200 bucks. He's been swinging it really, really well. He's 5,200. And one thing I will say is when people are trying to save money in positions, and I, I'm guilty of it too, and I love doing it, is you look at catcher, second, and shortstop. It makes the most sense. The bigger power guys are usually elsewhere. Andrus always gets overlooked. And trust me, I, I punt these positions all the time. And it works out most of the time. But for contrarian stuff in the bigger tournaments, you go and punt the first or a third a little bit if you're building a bunch of lives, and you play on Andrews because a lot of people will not pay up for this price. He's in a great spot, hits in the middle of a order that should score a ton of runs, highest total on the slate. Just want to throw that out there too. He's a very, very good hitter at 5,200 bucks. Zach Kozar at 46 is very good as well. Tim Beckham at 44. Again, Ramirez better against righties than lefties, so beware. It's almost like I keep saying that like we should use Ramirez tonight because it's a righty-heavy lineup. He might surprise you. He does that from time to time. I'm not going there, but there's another GPP arm if you're looking at him. Marvin Gonzalez at 44. I like a lot. Outfield shortstop versus Graveman. Um, you got like Lindor versus Vargas at 4K. Xander Bogarts at 4K versus Sabathia. He's hitting it a little better of late. The numbers still aren't completely showing it. He's averaging 7.5 his last 10, seven more points last night. 7, 14, 13, 7 his last four. Uh, the exit velo, as my buddy Mo pointed out, is increasing big time. So get him wide and get him cheap. He's 4K versus CC tonight. Very good looking play. Um, Didi Gregorius, if you want to fade there. But Tim Anderson, just my guy again. He was 33 yesterday. He's 3500 bucks. 
against Martin Perez. Like Tim Anderson a lot. Orlando Arcia, if you're not using Bettis, is 35. Arcia went deep yesterday. It still sucks he sits so low in the order, but really good bat. You're getting a, a guy playing in Coors at 3500 bucks. I'll jump on that opportunity a lot. Um, as Ruben Cabrera, 34, mentioned him already. He got the likes of Freddie Galvis at 32. Philly is priced down a ton versus Ty Block. They're priced down a ton versus Matt Moore. Matt Moore dealt $5,000 Matt Moore. Get some, folks. That was one of the easier plays I've ever had to tell you guys about on the pitching department, at least for punts. Um, but then when you get down below, <clears throat> like a Miguel Rojas at 25, B. Croft, I told you, he's swinging better than the price tag. It's the numbers, you get a lot of fives in there. He had a two-run homer yesterday. He had two, a two for three, 25 points. He's back to averaging six now in his last 10. That helped a lot. But he's 2400 bucks. We mentioned how lefties against Eikhoff, um, they hit 350. Righty's 281, lefty's 350. So I'm not saying stack the Giants, but there's some Giants out there that can help you tonight. And they'll be cheap. Crawford, 2400 bucks. That's one of the better punts you can find. Like I said yesterday, same thing. You're looking for punts with some power upside. Crawford has got power, and he showed it yesterday. So 2400 bucks, not bad at all. Let's head to the outfield. You got Blackman at 58. He went deep yesterday. He's always in play everywhere. But Coors even more, but everywhere. He's, just, he's been rolling home. Doesn't matter. Stand at 57 versus Montero is very solid as well. They got like Mike Trout at 53. Ron and Coors at 53, Springer 52. There's Howie Kendrick again at 52. Now we dip down. Gerardo Parr at 49 went deep again yesterday. He's phenomenal. Uh, if you don't want to pay above 5K, I have no problem paying for Parra. Left-handed bat in Coors, bat and cleanup at 4,900. I will sign up for that. Yet Big J Bruce, I loved him yesterday. He double donged for us. 39 DraftKings points. He's 4,600 bucks versus Vargas. Be careful with the lefty-lefty, but I wouldn't be too careful. Lefties have hit him much better than righties this year. Mookie Betts, 46 for Sabathia. I like a lot in that matchup when you're talking Boston. 481 total. Lefties, 284. Righties, 319. Uh, Mookie's been heating up a bit. He's 4,600. I could definitely get behind some of that. You got the Grandy Man. This is not updated DraftKings. The Grandy Man, he got traded to the Dodgers, so this is not accurate. I don't know if he'll even be playing. He might get scratched from the whole uh, DraftKings deal, so be careful there. Uh, it was a good matchup, though. Adam Duvall versus Tehran at 46. Mentioned Thames already. I like Duvall a lot just because he can hit lefties and righties. He's a great GPP player. I mention it often. Marcelo Zuna, 4,500 versus Montero. Conforto, 45. That's a great tag. His price has dropped, and he's still on fire. 4,500 for Conforto. He's one of the top options on the outfield slate. It's hard to say. There's so many great options in the outfield. Adam Jones, Eduardo Nunez, both 44. Yohannes Espedes, 44, is a solid play. K with the Chris Davis at 44. Marlon Gonzalez at 44. There's your 4,400 solid play department. Denard spans up to 43. I don't know if I can pay that much for Denard. Good spot for him against Eikhoff, but I can't go that high. You get Aaron Judge at 4,200 versus Sale if you want to hope for a one-off, but he might strike out 75 times too. Who knows? Yeah, Cargo versus Woodruff. I told you you only use him in Coors. He went deep yesterday. He's 4,200. Billy Hamilton, 4,200. Nice lefty versus Tehran. And Enciarte, 4,2-2. Nice leadoff bats in that ballpark where runs are happening against pitchers that get smoked by lefties. Josh Reddick at 41. That's a good price tag. A guy hitting second or third in that Houston lineup. Eight more points last night. Uh, he slumped a bit, but he's heated up his last like three games or so. Maybe he's back. 4,100 against Graveman, who just hasn't been good. 
Uh, Houston's got a 5-2-1 total, fifth best on the slate. Righty's 309, lefty's 333. So Reddick definitely a nice value there. Like Seth Smith, 4K. Chris Young loves his lefties. He's 4K versus Sabathia, so you can look at him. Super low on last night, as a buddy pointed out. Um, Keon Broxton and Coors at 4K is okay. I mentioned Scooter Jeanette. I like a lot at $4,000 against Tehran. That's very much in play. <clears throat> Excuse me. Melky Cabrera at $3,800. There's a nice value versus the Bauer outage. Uh, Melky's been on the mid to high fours lately, so getting him is pretty nice. Christian Yellick still below 4,000. He's 38. I like that a lot. Looking at our boy Lurie Garcia, five more points last night, averaging eight and a half his last 10. Switch hitting, likely leading off still. He'll be leading off versus Martin Perez for the White Sox, 3,800 bucks. As we scroll and scroll and scroll, Matt Joyce, 3,700 versus McHugh. Joyce went deep last night. We know he's. A good staple in that lineup against right-handed pitching, so keep him on your radar. Derek Fisher at 37 versus Graveman, I like a lot. Jarrett Parker, there's some power versus Eikhoff. Middle of the order stuff, had 11 more points last night. Um, he had 11 last night, 18 the night before, 8 before that. He's 3700 bucks against Eikhoff. Jared Parker will be a nice low-owned play tonight, so keep him on your radar. Eddie Rosario and Max Kepler, if you're fading Granky, those are two guys you're looking at at 3600 uh, Scott Shebler is back. He was not in the lineup last night, but he was activated from the DL. Keep an eye on him. We know the power he had. He struggled a lot. Then he got hurt. Who knows how healthy he really is. But facing Tehran at 3,600 does have tremendous value for you there. Pence went deep. We mentioned about lefties over righties with Eikhoff. But if you want to go roll in the dice at GPP, Pence is 36. See, this outfield position, I like to save some. You can save some money with some of these bats and pay up elsewhere and still have that power website we talk about. Like Cole Calhoun is 3400 bucks tonight. He was 35 yesterday. He went deep. We liked that quite a bit. 17 points. He's averaging 7.1 his last 10. Sneaky good. Back-to-back games with homers. <clears throat> Keep an eye on Calhoun at 34 if you're not using Gossman. Nicky Delmonico, I told you he was the value of the slate yesterday at 2700 bucks. He went deep. Well, he went deep once and ended inside the Parker for the second one. He's a lefty bat. We'll see if he's in the lineup against uh, Martin Perez. But this kid is a must-use every day. He's up to 3400 now, but he's still 4K and below. He's automatic. The right matchup's above 4K. This kid can hit. Hit, hit, hit. And they're putting him cleanup. So don't sleep on Delmonico. But he might not be in the lineup today. Just, I just want to bring him up because I might not talk to you tomorrow. Matt Olson at 34. You got uh, uh, Nick Williams at 33. It's lefty-lefty, but it's a cheap value. And Block might get run early because he's good at that. Then you get that crappy Giants bullpen, so keep that in mind. Uh, Brandon Geyer, he loves his lefties. I'm the key. I know Vargas has been better versus righties than lefties this year, but Geyer at 31, very nice GPP play. Uh, but other than that, if, like, Brandon Nemo cracks the lineup, he was big-time prospect. Hasn't really done much since he's been called up. Um, with Granderson gone, Nemo might get some more run. He's 2,900. If he's in a good spot in the order, he can be an okay punt play. I can, I can understand looking at him a little harder if he's in the lineup. Uh, the, the, the Jose Perella, 27 versus Strasburg is not horrible. Alex Gordon, 26 versus Bowers, not bad for a punt. These guys aren't great. They've been struggling off and on, but they're decent upside looks for punts. Other than that, really not much down here. We're going to have to look 
at the lineups and see what else comes up. Uh, Carlos Moncrief's been playing a lot for the Giants, but he's a left-handed bat. If he cracks the lineup versus uh, Eikhoff, Moncrief's only 2K. He hasn't lit the world on fire. He's playing good in AAA this year, or minor leagues. I think he's AAA. Playing pretty well, but uh, hasn't really found it in the bigs yet, kind of like Ryder Jones. But there's another $2,000 Giants lefty against Eikhoff. Okay, recapping your pitching. You got Granke, Sale, 1A, 1B. In the middle, you got Gossman, McHugh, Eikhoff. Down below, you got Bettis and Berrios. Let's take a look at your BVP and send you on your way. We have the likes of, let's get to your evening slate. Uh, Beckham's three for six off J.C. Ramirez. That's about it. Machado one for four, the homer. Not a lot of experience, but they have a team average of 312, so there's that going for you. Valbuena, three for seven with two homers off Gossman. Trout, five for ten with a homer. Chrome, three for eight with a double and a homer. Calhoun's four for 12 with a double. That's some good pass history, given Gossman's a lot different now. But still, that's why I said it. If you want to use some Angels bats, it does not break my heart. If it's uh, if you're making three, four, five lineups and you have one or two without Gossman, sprinkle some angels around. That doesn't bother me at all. Sandra Leone, three for eight with a homer off CC. Bogart's only four for twenty-four. We got a double and a homer. Hanley's taking him deep. Bettis is six for seventeen lifetime. We got Chase Headley, seven for twenty-three with a double and two homers off Chris Sale. Todd Father, one for six with the homer, but Aaron Hicks, seven for nineteen with a double. Joey Votto, 4 for 10 with two doubles off Tehran. Cozart, 3 for 12 with a double, triple, and a homer. Tucker Barnhart, 2 for 6, two doubles. Altuve, 6 for 20, a double and a homer off Graveman. Marvin Gonzalez, 4 for 16 with a double and a homer. Marcus Simeon, 8 for 18 with three doubles and a homer off McHugh. Simeon was 4K today. Miguel Rojas, 4 for 4 off of Montero. All singles, but 4 for 4. Something to think about. Ozuna, 3 for 8. Stanton, 3 for 8 with a double. Uh, Hosmer, 5 for 12 with a homer off Bauer. Lorenzo Cain, 4 for 16 with a double, triple, and a homer. Melky Cabrera's gone deep twice. Alex Gordon's gone deep once. Edward Encarnacion, 8 for 27. Two doubles, two homers off Jason Vargas. Jan Gomes, 6 for 18 with a double and a homer. Kipnis, 10 for 32 with a double and a homer. Lindor's taking him deep. Carlos Santana's got two doubles. Carlos Gomez, 6 for 10 with a double and a triple off Derek Holland. You got Elvis Andrews with a homer. Belcher with a homer. Napoli, two homers off of Holland. Uh, I mentioned I love my Napoli. Travis Shaw, 2 for 3 with a double and a homer off Bettis. Neil Walker, 4 for 11 with a triple. Zimmerman, 3 for 7 with a double and a homer off Travis Wood. Denard Span 3 for 3 with a double off Eikhoff. And that will do it for your BVP. That will do it for your edition of Quick Hits. Remember, focus on Coors Field. Focus on Texas, Chicago. You got uh, it's Cincinnati, Atlanta, stuff like that. And much, much more. Houston's in a good spot. Uh, mentioned Houston, or Cincinnati, Atlanta's good. The Mets versus Fence Warley can be very nice. Um Lots to like. Lots and lots and lots on this slate. Good luck. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. Your EPL Week 2 is going on. The second slut of games is going to be kicking off here in a few minutes. Uh, Squanto had your bets for that. Uh, we got the NASCAR at Bristol. Brass Pro Shops, NRA, Night Race, whatever it's called. Uh, Josh has your DFS for that. That goes down on Saturday night. Uh, check out Bench with Bubba, episode 48, myself with Matt Modica. Great guest. 
fantasy baseball, some fantasy football strategy talk, getting ready for your drafts, and we got Game of Thrones. It's awesome, awesome stuff to talk about with Mr. Modica. Great, great guy on FNTSY Radio. Busy as heck, but great guy. Um, got around the base of the bubble, episode 25, talking, you know, MVP races, Stanton, uh, the Miami Marlins sale, and we had STL Cup of Joe on to talk Cardinals baseball. That was a lot of fun, really good stuff there. We've got uh, tons coming up, tons coming up. But more importantly, check me out on Twitter, at BDNTrick. I'll help you out with your questions. Four-year lineups. Hope we don't get any stupid scratches now. But the farther we get into this season, we're at close through to September. We're going to see them more and more and more. But good luck on your Saturday 11-game slate. Enjoy your weekend. I will catch you guys back on Monday. Let's make some money tonight. And this was MLB DFS Quickets, your August 19th edition. I'll see you guys Monday. I'm out. Life's better with an auto policy from American Family Insurance. No matter what dreams you're driving towards. That's because our expert agents will make you feel totally protected with the right auto coverage at the right price. You'll also save up to 23% when you bundle auto with home. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.